All right. Welcome to today's live, everyone. I am super excited because we have a jam-packed episode for you. We're going to be talking about uh, health, wealth, and business because, you know, those are all of the things that we should be concentrating on these days. And we have an amazing guest lined up for you. So if you guys have any questions, make sure that you put them all down in the comments because we will pop them up. We will answer them to the best of our abilities. So without further ado, I'm going to have our guest, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about herself because she's been involved with so many different things in terms of, you know, what she does for a living, what she does for uh, her own brand. And, you know, uh, I, I think I'm just going to bring her on and have her explain. So uh, here we go. Katrina, how are you? I am amazing, Celia. Thank you so much for hosting me. Super no problem. Super <laughs> to the plug. And I've so enjoyed our interactions and conversations already. So much. Yeah. We've been like talking on and off for the past like what week or two weeks or whatever it may be. And we have so much in common. So I'm really excited for our conversation. Before we hop into anything too crazy though, would you like to give a little bit of a background about you so that people can kind of you know, understand what uh, where you're coming from uh, in our conversation? Absolutely. Um, so I joke, but not joke oftentimes, that I feel like I've lived 10,000 lives. So as just highlights of my background, highlights of my story real quick, and I'm sure we'll dive into several things. I am a lifestyle entrepreneur and a transformation coach. I'm the creator and CEO of Fit Life Creation. However, I have walked through so many different things. My transformation story is absolutely crazy. Everything from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, bondage to freedom. Freedom drives my life in so many different ways. I lost over 55 pounds over six years ago and have kept it off. And we'll get into more details with that. I've also radically transformed my own business and money in the process of a lot of things right now like all of us and i deeply relate to a lot of what people are walking through right now and so i want to extend that out as well and i'm also deeply grateful for every teacher i've ever had whether it's my parents i was talking to my mom earlier in bulgaria into several other teachers through school entrepreneurship and more so thank you so much for having me on, Celia. Super grateful to be here. No problem. I am so excited to hop into this conversation because I know we have a lot of things to cover and we're probably not going to finish it in one episode. So um, let, let's start a little bit with your, your transformation. Uh, how, how did that come about and like where did that come from? Like what was your inspiration to start on that? So several pivotal points, and I'll tie it to initially when I moved to Atlanta mm -hmm. and three pivotal events slash things that happened. So I moved to Atlanta in 2010. And when I moved here, I moved here. I know I just gave you this backstory, right? But I moved here as chief audit executive. Uh -huh. so you can imagine this girl, 55 pounds heavier, black suits, um, around a lot of different people than I am around today. First of all, the first pivotal point that really drove me was a closer relationship with our creator. My faith played a huge part in that, number one. The second thing was 
getting to the point of the goal that I had set 10 years before, right? The status, the recognition, the money, and realizing I felt a lot of emptiness and a lot of misalignment to passion and purpose. And then the third thing around that time, as things started to transform and happen, like specifically in that time frame, there was a lot more pivotal points about two, three years later that I'll also get into in a, in a sec was I got offered a promotion to get one and a half times my salary and move back to Houston and start traveling again. And for the first time in my life, I declined a promotion, which the CEO, the CFO were shocked um, through like the results I got and they thought it was like a done deal. So that was like one big thing, which led into prayer, me getting a position as a Georgia um, State University professor in accounting. Mm -hmm. Another project about six months later that confirmed it was time for me to leave corporate. And then a key pivotal point a few years later as well that ties into that was a best friend getting sick from cancer, Janelle, that was like a sister that we started businesses together. We started nonprofits together. We traveled the world together along with a close friend of mine, Angela and Lindsay and I. And also along that time frame was when I really got serious about my wellness journey and really started to look in the mirror and say, am I really playing full out? Am I really pursuing passion and purpose? So I know I kind of skipped along into one, two, three pivotal points and timeframes. So I want to pause there because I'm sure your brain, you know, your listeners are thinking like, whoa, that's a lot. So you can see how mm -hmm. I radically relate mm -hmm. to what a lot of people are walking through right now. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Like there's a lot with with what I've seen that you're involved with, there's a lot of different aspects. Obviously, you have um, your your journey, like you just mentioned. Uh, you have uh, a lot of background in branding. You know accounting. You know a little of everything, and you have some uh, impressive things on your resume in terms of uh, companies that you've worked with. So how how did it all come together to create uh, your company that you're working like at and for now? Absolutely. Yes. Even when I look back myself all the time or when I write my story, you know, what I'm sharing on the blog or the show, I'm just like, which also has me honor, you know, people, you know, people like you, Celia, people that are listening, people that will listen. We all have a story. And when we really start to dig into our story and extract the value out of it, and when we honor our story, and, and turn it from victimhood into a victor and we honor others. Like everyone has value. So mm -hmm. I mentioned that first, um, especially because people are walking through a lot of painful things right now that I want to be very, very mindful and aware of. Mm -hmm. And the sec So how it came about. So all that was happening in my life that I shared. And then in 2013, I start getting super serious about athleticism and super serious about my wellness. And mm -hmm. that started with me getting introduced through a really good friend of mine, Isabel. At the time, mm -hmm. we'd been friends like 20 plus years into Herbalife Nutrition. I had tried all kinds of things in wellness before, trained with five plus trainers, like nothing aligned. The first month, I lost over 15 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh my God, like this tastes amazing. And for the first time in my life, like it's easy. Mm -hmm. I started changing and replacing habits. Mm -hmm. And then I decided to do an Olympic distance triathlon for the first time in my life. Mm -hmm. I had done century events, all kinds of things, but decided to do an Olympic distance try. Then into that was when Janelle got sick. And I dedicated that triathlon to her and got super sick during the triathlon, but I knew it was nothing. Like I swam in the Potomac. If you know anything about the Potomac, it's not the cleanest river in the world. Got super sick, finished the try, but knew it was nothing compared to what Janelle was walking through with chemo and radiology. Mm -hmm. She passed away at the end of that year. I'm a big believer in miracles, but I also knew it wasn't up to me. So I can really see what a lot of people are walking through now with COVID. And really, as I started to reflect, and I wasn't like, I wasn't doing wellness entrepreneurship then. I wasn't like, I was an American Institute CPA national speaker, and I was mm -hmm. running a consulting company. And I was teaching accounting. So like what you see today didn't exist. But when she passed, and when I started to lose more and more weight, and then I decided I always wanted to inspire through fitness in some way. I decided at the end of that year to do a fitness show. I teamed up with Team Edge. I love Ingrid and Joe. Lost over 55 pounds into the next year. Did my first show. So imagine from the boardroom to bikinis. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, that's, a, that's a big difference. Quite a big difference. Boardroom and black suits, you guys, to bikinis. Uh -huh. On a Las Vegas stage. So it oh, wow. Brain. Okay. <laughs> my best friend flew up to see me, lost over 55 pounds in that year. So disclaimer, the average person loses a half a pound to a pound a week. Disclaimer, mm -hmm. it's not typical, not, not possible. But that year, my business started to blow up on Facebook just mm -hmm. from sharing my story. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm still a speaker. I'm still a consulting company, but I started to receive these divine downloads that I'm supposed to create an all-in-one lifestyle brand. Like all these past experiences in you know strategy, in finance, in operations are designed for a purpose. Nothing's ever wasted. And I'm supposed to create this all-in-one lifestyle brand with tips, tools, and tech included, with health, wealth, and biz, online and live. And you can imagine it's like, what does that even mean? That's version 1.0 back in 2015. And creating, you know, fundraising events like nothing would exist today in 2020. Uh -huh. So I'm going to pause there because I know I gave you a lot. You did give me a lot, and uh, for for those who are tuning in, uh, your company is Fit Life Creation, which takes all of the things that you just took, like we're talking about, and brings them all together. You have the fitness, you have the personal wellness, you have the business, and especially because a lot of people who are looking to build their brand don't have all of these different business backgrounds that, you know, you've gone uh, obviously through and learned from in your life. Absolutely. It's been crazy. I mean, everything from like, I think back to my first, I was literally writing with like down stuff in my journal, writing in my upcoming book, everything from my first job ever was at Popeye's fried chicken. Okay. <laughs> Three weeks. I was like, Oh hell no. Like mm -hmm. have all the respect in the world for people that choose or stay in those professions. But I was just like, mm -hmm. no, like there's more. So, mm -hmm. you know, everything from that into being a hostess a couple months at IHOP in the beginning, working mm -hmm. at Kroger for years in high school uh -huh. into oncology, working at an oncologist office in high school. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I had, that's where a lot of my desire to give back for cancer came from. Mm -hmm. Because I felt face to face with it with a lot of people. 
Then into going to college and undergrad and grad school, I worked through banking. So Uh everything in risk and risk management, um, credit, lending, so many different things. Mm -hmm. Into retail, into education, into consulting, into oil and gas, Uh into wellness. Like, so you can imagine, uh, I was also on NBC Apprentice season four, the preseason. So you can imagine like even my own brain, like when I think about this stuff, I'm like, oh my God, like the, 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 the humbling or the, the honoring of the gifts, talents and abilities, but also Celia, like so much along that journey, there was a lot of character refinement that needed mm-hmm. to happen in every direction. Of course. And each of them was their own learning experience. I know from like my background, I worked for a real estate agent in high school, which is not the typical real estate, like real estate is not a typical job for uh, a high school student. But I learned about customer service. I learned about, you know, advertising, branding, like why it's important to keep up your connections and all of those things. And then I went into working like events, Sweet 16s, working with small businesses. And you learn a lot from each of these different experiences, especially with like what I do. I go in and I work with a small business. I find out what their pain points are and how I can help and all of these different things. And since everyone is going through something different, everyone has these little things that you can learn from and you can grow from there, which is amazing. Absolutely. And like to your point, like from the second I met you, even on like the post on the plug, right? Like shouting out the plug. That's amazing. (laughs) You're so organized. You're so focused. And I was like, yes, I don't know who this is. I love her opportunity. I know her. And then like the first time, you know, then like going back and forth on email, like you tell, like you apply so much of what you learn. Then like to your point with the real estate background, like again, like what you said, that's not a typical role in high school, just like, you know, a lot of what I shared and at all, but it teaches you different levels of service, of professionalism, Mm -hmm. of serving first, of giving value first and not focusing on the money or making it a transaction first. Definitely. The biggest thing, and especially what I've been uh, talking about a lot uh, in this time that everyone's, you know, home, is you need to make sure that there is value in what you're creating, value in your posts, even if it's just a little tidbit of information that someone can learn or, you know, value can be a lot of different things. Value can be something along the lines of just making someone feel good for a second. Like everyone's home or everyone's on the first, like the front lines and they're, they're, they're living a difficult life right now. And if you could take three seconds in your post, in your, you know, whether it's written photo, video, whatever it is to make someone smile for a second, that's amazing. And that's, that is a, I I don't know. It's just a, a very important thing that people need to realize because posting just a post is just, you know, not going to help you out in the long run. No, and to your point, I love that you brought that up because like you said, number one is value. Like where and how are you adding value or where are you planting seeds today? And where are you creating relationships today that can lead to something else? But that's not your intention. Your intention is to be love and light. And then it's thinking about, we have all these platforms for free, Instagram Live, Facebook for free. And, and, and people feel now more than ever, if you're just focused on, on superficial and you're just focused on what's in it for me mm-hmm. versus what's in it for us, it's a very different thing. And what's happening in today's, you know, climate, in today's pandemic, in today's uh, environment, 
I believe that more and more and more people and brands are going to be shifting to substance, value, and community. I agree. I I think that everyone goes through different evolutions in their message on their pages. Um, I know that the original reason I started my page was just educating people on what I do, because the biggest thing is I would say I'm a videographer and people would be like, oh, I'm not getting married yet, but I'll remember you. And I'm just like, that is not at all what I do. I work with businesses. I work with influencers. I work with any, I, I still do weddings, but I don't actively look for weddings. So like the, the reason that I created my page was for people to understand. But now that I've been like home and like I've been trying to, you know, shift my gears for the the past couple months, actually, I just want to provide value. I want to inspire people to create and I want to keep people, you know, thinking positively. So, you know, it, it's a lot about providing different kinds of value in whatever you're creating. And that's what's going to draw people in. And I mean, I've gained a couple hundred followers in the past two weeks. So, I mean, it's definitely worth working. No, to your point, exactly. A thousand percent. I aligned to that. Like even like, you know, like I created a couple weeks ago, the IGTV create with us summit and it's booked now. Mm -hmm. till or even like planting seeds for things like inspiring travel now in the future and other things. You can either look at this as completely, you know, be stuck in the, what don't you have, or you can be focusing on innovation and inspiration. Mm -hmm. I would say that and connecting with people. Connecting with people is huge because it, especially if you're you're thinking in the, the realm of I want to grow my brand or I want to grow my page or whatever it may be. Um, I've realized like there was a point in time where like people would send me DMs and stuff and I'm like, eh, eh. but now I'm realizing that like I can make connections. Like, for instance, on what was it? Tuesday, I was talking to someone who runs a program up in Boston for uh, people who uh, are underrepresented, underrepresented in the film industry uh, and teaches them how to, you know, create and navigate the industry. So I was speaking on their class on Wednesday. So, you know, it really, it really can connect you and lead to amazing things. Oh, no, absolutely. You made me think of also like besides the plug, just recently, like posting some travel and different things, opportunities on Matador, where people have been responding all the time. Uh, tomorrow being part of like She's Wonderful Summit in the mm -hmm. travel space. And like next week connecting with, it's interesting, I mentioned the triathlon, but connecting with like one of the lead directors for uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society next week to basically create online summits, online things for value along with wellness to help them fundraise. That's amazing. And that's so many different, you know, opportunities to, to connect with people and affect people whether it's directly or, you know, give them ideas to uh, do things in their life. So that's, that, that's, that's one of the biggest things right now. I feel like whether it's just, you know, hopping into a networking meet, a meeting, you know, reaching out to someone that you may not usually talk to, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's, you know, someone that you have seen from afar and have been following for a while, it's, all about building that relationship and that communication because yeah. communication is huge. Like, like you said, like even how we met or even like, as you were talking, I was thinking of like, for example, so many communities, you know, obviously ours as well. Like we, we have all kinds of press features, collaborations, freebies, blogs, podcasts, all the things. But even like I was thinking like speaker hub recently, like mentioned a virtual summit that they're doing 
where people can apply as speakers. Like that might be, something, you know, you're interested in obviously on the videography side, they just posted it. Then um, so many other communities, like I'm thinking of Shirley with Brian, Brain Trust, I would say Brian, Brain Trust. Um, there's so many opportunities that are being created. And like yesterday mm -hmm. I connected with We Travel, Retreat Guru, or, you know, today hosted on our series with uh, the Create With Us, with Wellness, mm -hmm. with Shoshana. But there's so many things if you look for them. And like you said, whether it's DM, whether it's an influencer marketing platform, whether it's a speaker hub. You know, there's so many ways that you can connect now more than ever. This morning, I was on a call with the Buckhead Business Association. Like, uh -huh. so I mean, there's there's a lot if you open up your mind and see mm -hmm. the the ways to connect. Definitely, I've I basically decided, hey, I'm going to work on brand awareness during you know what's going on with coronavirus because I'm home. I have the time, now's the time to, you know, work on your brand. And that included doubling my posts on Instagram. Uh, it included starting this show, which has been amazing. I've, I've learned so much just from this show, from having different people on. I believe this is episode like 33. And like the fact that this is episode 33 since coronavirus started, like it's been crazy. But um, all of these things have opened up so many doors because I'm providing value. People are responding and people are trying to, you know, get a hold of me now. No, I love that you said that because to your point, even like when you told me that you were writing the show seven days a week, I was yeah. like, <laughs> like, well, like some people I know are introverts. Some people are extroverts, you know, so this is affecting them in different ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm an ambivert. So people, oh yeah. And we talked about this, like people, in case you don't know what that is, People think when they meet me, I'm an extrovert because they're like, oh, you're so on. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm on now. But after I leave you, I'm like, I I'm need a nap. <laughs> taking a nap, especially today, because today's been like on, on, on. But oh, yeah, I had a, a bunch of phone calls today that were supposed to be 10 minute phone calls that were like 40 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, I need five in 20 minutes. My last live was two hours and I love her. I love Shoshana, but I was like, so, so there's that, right? So some people are affected by they're like, hey, I love being inside all the time. You're introverts, right? Uh -huh. But then you have your extroverts who are like, I need people. And like for me, I kind of love both because like uh -huh. opportunities like this, you know, lend itself to connecting. And similar to you, like in the last month, we mm -hmm. produced like over 15 blog posts, over oh, 30 wow. podcast features and episodes. Mm -hmm. So it's been like the awareness component. It's been, okay, how can we create more value? How can I connect more? Like having our virtual assistants via OK Relax. They're, mm -hmm. Shout out to OK Relax. They're amazing. Literally um, giving them tasks like, hey, give me all the LinkedIn contacts for HR in Fortune 500 companies. Give me all, you know, here, boom, boom, boom. Then follow up with them, you know, via the messenger. Then give mm -hmm. me all the marketing contacts for travel bureaus so we can connect on some opportunities there. Because it's like, like you said, we're home. I'm home. Why not? The, all the events are canceled. All the gatherings are canceled. All this is I can't do, can't do. But what can I do? I have all this time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, that's kind of what I've been doing over here, too. But we actually got a really interesting question. So uh, 
it says, uh, how does one build traction uh, and new followers to his or her social media platform? So let's talk a little bit about strategy. I love your top strategy tips. Do you want to mention it first or do you want me to go? We can take turns. Okay. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go? Uh, doesn't matter. Okay. I'll see you. You're the guest. <laughs> well, this is near and dear to my heart. Um, and I think it is, I know it is to yours too, Celia. So a couple of things on this. So number one is back to what we've been saying. Align with passion and purpose. Be who you are and create value and understand that content and entrepreneurship and uh, timing, it's a long-term game. You may all of a sudden today get 10, 20, 100, 1,000 followers. I'm not saying you won't. However, when your focus is creation and value, all that will come. And the key is consistency as well. And you want to align things like, you know, your hashtags, your content themes. You can look at Celia's page. Like she said, she isn't solely a wedding videographer. She's like, I'm focused on wellness, business, marketing, and travel. But I also share things about money, which obviously relate to that. Then like using your hashtags. And then my last point on that is before I pass it on to Celia is recently on our podcast, ironically, I did a full social media series where I shared an influencer marketing series where I shared things on platforms, on automation, on creating community. Like Celia and I are a perfect example of this. We are on a number of platforms, not just Instagram, not just Facebook, not just Pinterest. We're in communities like The Plug. And we always mutually, both of us, like in different ways, create collaborations. So mm -hmm. this is happening as a result of that. Definitely. Those are all amazing points. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna sum up a couple of things that I've discovered even in recent weeks with those points. And then I'll add a couple more. So with what you were saying about like creating the value and creating um, like what you're passionate about, I, I would say that's the number one thing because, you know, it doesn't feel like a job when you are creating things that you're passionate about. Like the fact that I'm making two posts a day on my main account, I'm doing a live web show on Facebook. I'm making sure it goes on to all of like LinkedIn and all of these other places and making sure that all of that's happening. And I even have a second like Instagram for like my business. And then I made it complicated for myself and post a whole row at a time. It all takes a lot. So if I didn't like the content I was creating and I wasn't excited to do it every day, it wouldn't come out as genuine as it's currently coming out. So if you if you don't have your heart in it, it's going to make it a lot more difficult for you to actually create that valuable content for people to, uh, to resonate with. Um, I, I would like to add that the biggest thing is to create a community around what you're posting. So... What I do in my community is I try and keep positive. I try and make people like think outside of the box to be creative and, you know, like just keep keep everyone together instead of just being like, hey, look at the thing I did. No, I try and get people to leave a comment. Like one of the things that I said the other day is like, what are you wearing while you're home for uh, coronavirus? And a bunch of people said, oh, I'm wearing sweatshirts. I'm wearing uh, uh, like sweaters, I'm wearing all these different things. And that gives a sense of community. So community is a huge thing. And like that comes from both taking the effort to, you know, reach out to people, comment, like their posts, as well as, you know, 
hoping that people are just going to come and see you. No, that's so amazing. And like, you made me think of so much wisdom in that. You made me think of like three things there. Like you said, like what you're wearing. So one of the reasons I created the IGTV thing was like, oh, this is great value. But guess what? It's going to make me get dressed and blow dry my hair yeah. like four days a week. That is literally what one of the reasons for this web show. <laughs> that was like the two thoughts in my brain, right? Uh -huh. So it doesn't surprise me that you relate to that, obviously. Then the other thing was... Um, like one of the reasons why we created like our creator series, which obviously you're going to be on as well, was like, how can I create the, how can I create more community around like, you know, around fit life creation, around create with us, all the things. I was like, oh, I love like-minded people. I love people that are on a transformational journey. Let me feature them on the blog and the show because everyone loves to be featured, right? Like everyone wants to be seen and heard. And I love to be featured. So, you know, I know you love to be featured. I love to be featured. I don't think there's one there. No, there is one person out of like 50 people that I've asked to be on this show that said that they weren't interested, but it wasn't because they didn't want to be featured. It was because they're not comfortable on camera. Yeah. Two different things, two very different things. And maybe at some point they will be. Because Lord knows I used to not be this comfortable on camera. Like, well, you should have seen my first videos. I had a backdrop. You had been cracking up. I was like, I was like, oh my God, I don't talk like this in public. Why am I so retarded right now? Like, it's it's a journey. Mm -hmm. And the other thing you made me think of, like tomorrow I'm part of the a virtual travel day. She's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And you know, I took it upon myself, like, you know, an answer to his, an added point to his question and like what you said in like going to other people's pages and commenting, spotlighting other people, sharing stories about mm -hmm. other people, like do, it's the golden rule. So I took it upon myself to create stories for every single speaker, you know, as part of like my media for them and tag everyone in stories. And everyone's like, oh my God, this is so awesome. And it's like, that's how I would want to be treated. So that's what I'm doing with them. Mm -hmm. That's the same with me over here. And the really awesome part is once you feature someone and have someone on a show like this, you have like a, a deeper connection with that person. The amount of prep time that goes into it, which some people think we just hop on here, but no, we, we get to know each other. We find out what's going on with them. You know, we make sure that we understand their business through the conversation and everything or whatever it is that they're doing. And, you know, we get to know them. And that's a lasting connection. That's a lasting friend that you're going to have. And, you know, whether it's a business decision or just a personal decision, it's a great thing to, like, like I said, bring together a community. No, you just hit on the biggest word that I always say that I realized when I was creating and becoming a full, you know, became a full-time entrepreneur. I was like, I don't want to have separate personal life and separate work life. I want people to feel like community and friends because I allowed that to shift after I left college. And I was like, I don't want that anymore. I don't want things to be about just a transaction or money, like been there, done that. Like that for me, and I think for most people, does not feel good. Yeah, I, um, I was taking a business course. And what the guy said is his mentors, like the, this is – I. I, this is a, a not so direct quote, but basically said, if it's not someone that I would go and have dinner with, it's not someone I want to go and, you know, work with because having that, that mutual respect and that, that communication is key for whatever business that you're in. Yep, absolutely. And it's having that open door where, Hey, maybe this doesn't align now. Maybe we will in the future because we're always evolving, but to mm -hmm. your point, I pay, and I know you do too. 
massive attention to how people communicate on comments, on mm -hmm. DMs, on emails. Like if it is misaligned, rude, disrespectful, it's like, hey, love you, mean it. I get it. You're going through something, but you know what? I don't like. I don't have to take that on. I don't have to take it personal, and I don't really have to do things with you. Yeah, no, you're you're right, and it's it's a big part of it is mutual respect because obviously, like I know with our emails, there's like 15 bullet points and like such, and like whenever we're having a conversation, I want to sit down, concentrate on the email, and give you the same respect that I know you're giving me. And that's one of the biggest things I feel like a lot of people have lost, uh, I would say before the, the virus, and it's starting to come back now because people are forced to communicate uh, through whatever medium it is to, you know, have that back and forth uh, from afar because they're not in the same room. They're not doing a one-on-one -on -one meeting at Starbucks. They have to do it through a lot of the time text because a lot of people aren't hopping on Zoom calls. A lot of people are, but they're not comfortable with it. No, I love it. I love that you said that. And I love that you brought up our conversations because at first it started with like the show, right? Yeah. Of course, like both of us are focused on abundance, on value and community. So of course mm -hmm. I was like, well, you're offering this. Well, hey, I have all this to offer, right? Mm -hmm. And then like initially I think it was like the creator series and alive. But then when we talked, mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, like you're so smart. You're so brilliant. And I call our conversations and our emails, like I told you, the beautiful brain. <laughs> like not everyone can do it, but like a lot of us can, right? Mm -hmm. And and I love what you said. Like you said, you want to give the it's, it, the other two things that came to mind. You feel anyone feels the most valued uh -huh. when you read, and when you listen, and when you honor someone. And yeah. I am definitely guilty. We're all guilty of dishonoring myself, of dishonoring others. And, but now that is always at my forefront, especially over the last seven years, like, you know what, maybe this aligns, maybe this doesn't, but I am going to do my best to pay attention, to value, to give attention to this person and whether they respond favorably or not, mm -hmm. I'm still going to release it and still like send them off with love, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It, it's one of those things where like, the longer that you do business and the longer that you're trying to grow, you learn things. And one of the things is, uh, you know, not everyone's your competition. You know, it's better to work in a collaborative space. And especially if you're trying to grow a brand, like collaborations is the best way to do it. Because for instance, you're going to be on my socials with this. I'm going to be on your socials and we're going to pool our resources to build. Absolutely. And to your point, like it's, it's choosing to see the positive and everything and it's choosing to like respond with grace. Cause even, even I know a lot of people are in different head spaces right now, right? They're dealing with depression, anxiety, you know, there are different points in their journey in life and business. Right. But early today, even in one situation, maybe that wasn't so easy or wasn't joyful or, you know, it went down one trail, but then it kind of came back. And I was just like, hey, you know, we shared all this. We like, et cetera. Maybe you missed it. Maybe you did it. Maybe it's a great fit. Maybe it's not. But by the way, here's like several other resources that you may want to look into that weren't even ours. Like they were other resources. Because again, I believe in giving value and sending with love and saying, okay, like obviously this person's going through something. Yeah, absolutely. Teamwork is so important. A hundred percent. And I have a question for you because a lot of people that I work with in the business space, they they don't really think about collaborations. They don't really, 
you know, uh, kind of put it as a priority, especially because a lot of times businesses don't prioritize advertising, which is, uh, I would say a mistake because, you know, advertising, especially with social media, with brands and especially influencer like advertising is such a big thing right now. Like what, what would you advise a, like a, a typical business, a brick and mortar on what they should be doing? Um, in this new, new online space. You're speaking my language from so many ends. Like so many, I was receiving so many divine downloads to share as you were sharing. I was like, oh my God, this, 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 this. Such a powerful question. And you're 100% right. A lot of it has to do with just to kind of, and I know you know this, but just to kind of frame, you know, the, the position for the listeners. Our culture especially and is has been traditionally very kind of individualistic. And of course, that's not everyone. You know, of course, I'm not by no way, shape or form in my stereotyping. However, when you look at, for example, social media, traditionally, a lot of people have been focusing, say, on solo travel, or on solo fashion, or on me, 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 which there's nothing wrong with that. We all want to be seen and heard. Mm -hmm. However, when you look at other cultures, like I've traveled to 27 plus countries, I was in four countries by the time I was two. So my frame of reference is very different. You know, I was the girl in Bulgaria at the age of five that's running around, you know, the playground, doesn't speak the language yet, but guess what? I'm making friends. Like th that's my nature. And I believe that's who we all are when you go back to childhood, right? You go to Japanese cultures, you go to a lot of different cultures around the world. Their first focus is community. Their first focus is we, how can we all win? Like I want to frame all of that, right? First. The other thing is, and definitely when I walk through over seven industries, you know, depending on my boss, depending on the culture of the company, some were more community focused, some were not. A lot of that, I got the opportunity to shift. And that's my like second example for giving some tips. Then the third point I wanted to share is when I was in college, starting nonprofits, doing different things, that's where really like my purpose and alignment started to shine. This was years before social media, years before influencer marketing. So this is something that I believe like I've been divinely like gifted with because it's like a natural and I used to take it for granted and I don't anymore at all is I naturally wanted to create community. I naturally wanted to create situations where everyone was winning, period. Mm -hmm. I'm winning, you're winning, everyone around us is winning. And so many times, and that's an abundance mindset. Yeah. So, so many times, and you know that so many times everyone's like, well, what's in it for me? What am, and I definitely have walked through that too. I think we all have. When you're in a scarcity mindset or when you're focused on what you don't have, it's well, what's in it for me? When am I going to get recognized? When am I going to get paid? Babe. And when I say yeah. that, I say that to myself. Mm -hmm. I want to jump in with one point real quick. Yeah, the, for a while, like I had to, I had to bring myself around on that because I was thinking in the, in terms of I'm a business owner, I'm a photographer, I'm a videographer. Like I can't be doing these things. I know people want to collaborate, but I can't be doing these things. I have to pay the bills. Like, I, I it, 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 it took a while for me to realize that you know not everything is a paid job, but you know, if I, if for instance you like you come across someone that needs help with a, a quick picture on something that they have a following of 15,000 people and they tag you, that can be a return in a different kind of currency. It would be a return on a following type currency rather than a, a monetary. 
So it took me a little bit to realize that that's more so what collaborations is. Like we're taking the time out of our day to, you know, help each other. And, you know, it, it's going to have, it's going to have a lasting impact. No, a thousand percent. I'm grateful that you brought that up because to your point, like I was at one point in college, then I got focused on money, 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 status, 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 recognition, mm -hmm. recognition, recognition. So same thing. I went full circle where it was like, wait a minute. The only currency or the only abundance isn't just money. It's mm -hmm. the priceless things first. Mm -hmm. like you give with your heart and when you give with passion and soul, the return may come right there or it mm -hmm. may be somewhere else. And then even to your point, it's like even in our conversations, there's elements that are press related, but you can see yeah. even in conversations, they go from press eventually to profits. Yeah. Like I path to profits. It's literally a path to profits. And that goes in everything. It's like serve, you know, being in love with what you're doing and what you're creating. Serve, understand there's multiple facets of abundance, of community. And like you said, like so many people are like, well, are you going to pay me first? Are you going to do this first? And I understand that because that used to be me. Well, what's the offer? How are Because it goes into we're conditioned to think like that. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy to shift that. Yeah, and definitely like... Uh, for those who are tuning in, the question that I asked was like, what, why, why should businesses be working on, you know, building brands with collaboration and things like that, just in case, you know, they're, they're tuning in now. I think that, you know, as a, a business owner, as someone that's trying to break into the influencer space, as someone, you know, who is in the middle of it all, like you need to think about what your priorities and what your goals are. Because that's the number one thing. Because if you're a, a brick and mortar business and your goal is to have 50,000 followers, your approach is going to be way different than if you're just trying to, you know, passively have things out. So when people search you, you know, you have something there. So I don't know. Like, what, what, what's your thought on that? No, that's great. I'm glad you circled it back because I know we both went like different directions. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, I had two more points. I was getting there. Sometimes I go around just to like set the foundation. So couple things. And this is, this goes into a lot of my experiences in the past, but also goes into my experiences in the present. So you guys heard like, in the past, like the industries, et cetera, but I want to share like from a social media and in your marketing space. And I basically got into the space in a very deep level since 2016. When I saw the results on Facebook, you know, with wellness, I was like, Oh my God, like this is 25 X. Imagine if this is me and a community of people doing this on Facebook and other platforms. Like that was the seed that was planted, right? Then we, I started investigating, you know, platforms like over 25 influencer marketing platforms and um, creating our own. We have worked with over 15,000 influencers now in wellness, in marketing, in business and in travel on mm -hmm. over 15 platforms and generated over 3000% uh, return on investment last year and earned media alone. That's to Celia's point. That's earned media. What we would have paid for posts, but because mm -hmm. we're in collaboration mm -hmm. and reached over 700 million in reach last year into this year. Okay. That's crazy. I wish I had that kind of reach, you know, <laughs> a lot of work, obviously. Yes. Like, I'm okay. that. like that's a lot of work. But I, my goal was create community, create access, create collaboration, because I was reminded divinely of how I used to create community back in college. And now taking all this education, 
what I've learned from Herbalife, from Brendan Bouchard, from Shailene Johnson, from Rachel Hollis. Like I'm an avid student. Like understand mm -hmm. I invest in my own education all the time. Period. Mm -hmm. Freebies, not freebies, everything. Like I take the time. And so with that, there's several things. It's what I we shared earlier about social media, about creating authentic content. So mm -hmm. I'm going to take a couple of industries as examples. So for example, I used to work, um, let's take restaurants, right? I'm going to take like two, three, four industries as examples. Mm -hmm. Restaurants, whether like some of my favorite restaurants are Eat Flower Child, True Foods Kitchen. If I was working with you right now or Celia, or if I was advising you, which say we're advising you. Yes, because now I'm a restaurant owner. Why are you not creating a cooking channel? Why are you not doing a show like Chopped? Why are you not creating virtual like masterminds, like an online course? Why are you not possibly then taking people like, so I'll mention one influencer we work with that I love, Ashley Renee. She has over 70,000 followers on Instagram. Why are you not inviting her to do tips on healthy eating? Why are you not working with a community like ours and or Celia's or somebody else, it doesn't have to be ours, to help create all this buzz and exposure and integrate deliveries with Postmates? Full supply chain, boom, 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 boom. From create value, do Instagram lives, do stuff like this, create an online course, pay, get paid for the online course, influencers mm -hmm. to promote you, and then deliver. Boom. Which is something that I was already talking to to a lot of restaurant owners before, but sometimes it takes a crisis for people to listen and be proactive and innovative and open. So that's like restaurant, right? Do you? Yeah, want I, I I like where you're going with that, but I feel like one of the biggest things with those kinds of concerns is people don't know how much to, for instance, charge for that kind of thing. Like, for instance. If I make a course and I'm a restaurant and I want to teach people how to make my food, how much do I sell that for? And things like that, that yeah. discourage people because it, it's hard to figure that kind of thing out these days. I don't know. Super simple. No. Like for me, like, uh, let me cross out that belief. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one of my biggest problems too, yeah. because like, whenever I'm trying to do a brand deal, I do a lot of trade deals because I'm like, I don't know how much to charge for this. Well, I know how much I would charge to shoot it, but that's not how much people want to pay for it for Instagram and whatever. I understand what you're saying. And it goes to like the unknown, right? Like a lot of people have this fear of the unknown. Definitely. Been there. That's where I was going. Yeah. Yep. Definitely been there. Definitely relate to that massively. But what I challenge myself always in anyone is okay. Simplify, 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 simplify. Look at someone that's done something, even if it's not related and then literally. It. So for example, my advice on that would be, and this is literally what I've done and what we do. Mm -hmm would be two points. Um, one, start with free, right? Like a blog, a podcast, a show like this, right? Because mm -hmm. people value. Then you can do like a simple entry level type thing, like, oh, $7 for, you know, a one hour like webinar. But then you're getting $7 times like 100 or times 1,000, depending on how big your email is. Simple, done, mm -hmm. right? That's point one. Point two is on the course side. And this is literally what I did and what we do. Mm -hmm. The brand side, that... I learned and invested in courses and programs from Brendan Burchard and Shailene Johnson. Like I am big on giving credit in case you haven't picked that up. Like I drive here alone and I always give credit like where I learn stuff. I looked at their strategy and structure and said, okay, you do this, this, and this. You started at your lowest price point of this. 
uh, like people always love, like, like I said, the $7 point, then people always love an introductory offer. So like our introductory offers $35, boom, simple, affordable, easy, like a week's worth of coffee at Starbucks, right? Boom. Mm -hmm. A monthly mastermind is $97. The reason why we did that is I learned from Brendan Bouchard, oh, people like things under $100. Then it's, so you could do a monthly mastermind around cooking and eating healthy using this mm -hmm. example. Yep. Then to your point, Celia, like on a course, like a week long, month long course with a bonus bundle, plus like tools, like, you know, herbal yeah. supplements, meal bags, we price it $297. Mm -hmm. Then Next price point is $497, dollars yep. Then you go into things like um, three-month programs mm -hmm. or a retreat, which is like $3,000. Yep. Then you transition. So you can see how everything's scaling from free. Everything goes up. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then you go into the side of um, the brand engagements, which on our brand engagements, we always start with free, like mm -hmm. a webinar or a free conversation always free value 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 relationship connection community mm -hmm. and it goes into okay do you want to engage us on wellness media or travel or, you know or helping you create an online course mm -hmm. across one month or three months or mm -hmm. a year or do you want to go ahead and sign a multi-year agreement and then at every level you get discounts and more perks yep so that's on the, so does that help clear it up where it can be super simple? I think it does. I think it does, especially for, for like the business end of it, like as a, a business owner, as someone that would want to provide the value, uh, it, it does make sense because, and I think that's a lot of what a lot of people struggle with. They're trying to figure out like, well, you know, I want to make this thing and I'm giving away a ton of free information. How do I monetize this? Because yeah, I, I know I give away a bunch of free information, but you know, it's, it's the surface level information. Yeah. Like if you add, like me and you have had conversations, like you've heard me talk very in depth about strategy and this and that, but I'm not going to bore someone by talking about influencer strategy for like two hours, unless like that's something that they very much want to hear. And someone in the comments is going to be like, we want to hear it. And maybe I should do a webinar, but you know, it's one of those things where like, you know, you could give away a bunch of stuff, but if you give away like too much, you're just squandering that value. But you also need to think about where that line is and continue to engage and keep people invested. Absolutely. And I want to address two points back to your question that I think is super valuable for you and others. Because now I talked about the brand side, right? But you specifically mm -hmm. mentioned the influencer side. Yeah. Because as you know, mm -hmm. I work we work, you know, with influencers because I know also like my background is CPA, my background is strategy and corporate, but I know most people that work in social media and influencer, that's not their background. And then it comes yeah. into the fear that no comes into the fear of confidence, all those things. So yeah, I feel like it's a lot of the reason why people are like, no, I can't do that. Like to your, I want to, but I can't. Exactly. So to your point, the first part I gave the pricing, but that can also apply to influencers. But then the other component of that is then saying, okay, like basically like when I, I'm thinking of like, you know, influencer side, I'm thinking of like influencer management, like some of what we've talked about, like, you know, helping yeah. prioritize collaborations and even mm -hmm. proposing a brand, it's still saying, okay, here's first what I can offer. And then, you know, tell me like what maybe promotional things can you offer or what's your budget? Like being very soft with that conversation, mm -hmm. but in the background having that, okay, 
you as an influencer or entrepreneur know, okay, this is what I charge, like say per post, right? Or per video. This is what I charge per IGTV. Or this is what I charge for this, but then present, okay, I can do a one-off a la carte. But if you don't want to do that, what I recommend is make bundles. Have three or four bundles where you're saying, hey, I'll put you on a show. I'll give you IGTV. I'll give you three posts. I'll give you 10 stories. I'll give you, you know, a blog. I'll give you a podcast. So you make a bundle just like we do on the brand side mm -hmm. for a month. I'll give you a bundle for three months. I'll give you a bundle for a year because literally most brands or a lot of brands, I feel like, especially with this and after this, are going to be going to long-term relationships because that's where the ROI is. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing as you've seen deeply, Celia, on the collaboration side. You can see on our collaborations, they start with, oh, an IG Live yep. or a press feature. But then they go deeper into the mastermind, deeper into a club, Deeper than okay, Celia, great. You've provided all this value. You've provided all these results. You've provided all this service. You've shown all this professionalism. You've gotten all this profit sharing. You're, you're with us with this brand, with this brand. Guess what? Now we have an opportunity where this brand is engaging us to help them create online courses, to do this, to do that. Guess what, Celia? You're my girl. Yeah, I totally see where you're going. And I know that like for a lot of people, especially like in, you know, the my age range in, in their 20s, they don't have this business background. I mean, I'm, I'm like an oddball. I have a business background, but my business background is I know that, you know, the video that they want is going to take three hours to shoot and I'm going to do this and I'm going to shoot it this way and I'm going to edit it and it's going to take this long. I know that end of it. But, you know, coming up with like a price for a post something that I just go and I do like that. That's always been like the thing that everyone gets tripped up on. And it's literally just starts. It's like, what I always say, it's like, start simple. Like literally say, okay, I'm gonna charge a hundred or 300. It's like, you're kind of like, you know, and you're like influencer marketing hub is another great resource that I started playing mm -hmm. three years ago where mm -hmm. I would like plug in different peoples and see what they would price the media at. Right. Cause everyone's mm -hmm. figuring it out. Like influencer marketing or social media didn't exist 10, 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. I also feel like, uh, and I, I say this about the coronavirus every day, and I say it every day on the show, and I feel like I didn't say it today, but there's no rule book. Every day I say there's no rule book. So <laughs> like, literally, it's like, make up your own, like, like everything that I've been telling you, hello, like I said, like, this is all divine downloads that I've received, uh -huh. I'm receiving all the time. I'm like implementing it, I'm figuring it out, I'm pivoting, like whatever. Like my rule book is our creator. That's my rule book. And then I'm like, okay, cool. either you align or you don't. Moving yeah. on. I get you. And that's a lot of what I've been doing and figuring out and working on during this pandemic because, you know, I have the time to invest in this and I'm not running from shoot to shoot. Um, so why not start some lives? Why not reach out to people? Why not work with a couple of brands? Like for instance, today I posted something with um, Quest Nutrition, which is great. And yeah. So that's amazing. But, um, you know, it, it's about taking those first steps to look for someone to collaborate with, to network, to, you know, look through your own like emails and figure out who would be great. Because like I said, this is episode 33. I've collaborated with 33 people for at least a 45 minute conversation on my social media. They share it on their social media. Maybe they didn't have a big following and maybe they got a couple of leads. And all of that is great. And all of that comes with, you know, 
putting in the time, putting in the effort and making that communication. No, absolutely. And to your point, you made me think of, and I know we traded emails on this, um, like the city of New York, like with collaborating with the new governor and it's not a paid collaboration. It's focusing on safety and awareness. But to me, it was something that's relevant. It's aligned to passion and purpose. And it's a way I want to serve. And, you know, and they're like, it may lead to something, but that's okay, even if it doesn't. And the same with like a mask company, you know, rush order teas. It's like, hey, this is something we need right now. Why not like add value and make a connection in some way? Yeah. And the 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 most interesting thing is that companies that you wouldn't think of are the ones that are like working with influencers. Like one of my my friends is doing something with like a, a, a frozen vegetables company, like frozen vegetables. I buy frozen vegetables all the time. Like I should have just been like, who's your contact at the frozen vegetables yeah. company? But like, you know, what? you just, you know, I did a collaboration a couple years back with simple truth and with Kroger. Uh-huh. And actually that's a great point. Like, Hey, let me follow up with them to be like, Hey, like I did this video. I did this. Like, are you guys doing anything special or do you want to? Yeah. I, I started keeping um, different folders in my email with like contacts, collaborations, and um, people that want me to, to review like products to actually like review them. Because that's another thing that um, that is an interesting avenue because people see me working with photo video products. Someone was like, hey, I want you to test out our gimbal and I want you to, you know, make some content both with it and about it. And I was like, yeah, sure. And they were like, do you want this free gimbal? And I was like, yes, I want the free gimbal. <laughs> I love that you brought it up because here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize and I realized this early on when I was in college or different places, through an experience, you can learn something that's priceless. So you might not get paid, but you didn't pay to learn. You got exactly. to learn free because of the opportunity, number one. Number two, if you treat something like it's paid, mm -hmm. guess what? Someone else is gonna see that and they're gonna think you were paid yep. and then see what you can do. Next thing you know, you have a brand deal or a big project. Perfect. And that's how I got the gimbal because I posted my YouTube videos on Amazon because the YouTube videos were talking about, oh, this is my one of my favorite products for shooting XYZ. I use it all the time. And then I posted it on Amazon onto like the video portion of that product. And then someone reached out and said, hey, we saw what you got, what, what kind of stuff you're doing with reviews. We would love for you to review this. Perfect example, like you give to share authentically something that you love. So do what you love, but share what you love. Like you would tell your best friend about your favorite pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. I got, um, I'm also an air, you reminded me, I'm also an Airbnb community manager for yeah, Atlanta. How did that happen? That's amazing. Like you, you mentioned that. And I was like, that's a really interesting, different thing that you would never really think about. So number one, it's also unpaid. So well, some people might think, some people might think, oh, it's Airbnb or it sounds fancy. Uh -huh. No, no, no. Let me just bust that bubble. So how it happened was starting in 2016, when it, like around 2015, 2016, I started using Airbnb avidly. Mm -hmm. And I love the concept. I love having like the local experience. When we launched our retreats to Cuba, to Costa Rica, I was thinking about doing all inclusive, but I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't fit because our retreats are transformational. It's mm -hmm. people away on wellness to create what they love. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, an Airbnb villa is perfect. This is perfect. Definitely. 
So I met our Costa Rica retreat. The owner ended up living in Atlanta. I ended up meeting her and her child and her husband and so many other incredible global experiences. So I already loved the brand, right? It was already used for business, personal business, everything. Yeah. Then fast forward to a couple of years later, they start rolling out the experiences, right? Because they have the platform, they have the people. They're like, oh, we can do experiences globally. So I got on experiences in Atlanta because I was like, oh, I'm already doing this. I can create an, an Airbnb experience and social media and wellness, et cetera. Then the, they, they send an email. Hey, we're looking for an unpaid community manager. It's going to be super simple. You manage the Facebook community group, you know, a couple of times a week and you get to create meetups. So I was like, boom, I love Airbnb. I love passion. I love purpose. It's in alignment. I love creating community. Mm -hmm. Let me sign up. I actually had to send videos of talking mm -hmm. about my passion, my purpose, why I love community. Connect with Ashley. Ashley's amazing. Fast forward six months into me being, you know, the leader. I got selected. I got chosen. Fast forward into me hosting two meetups, literally. And they then started launching Airbnb Adventures. Mm -hmm. I hosted along with a whole bunch of other like people on an Airbnb adventure in Mexico this past December. So just like an influencer, but in a different way. And I created media that entire trip yep. exactly like it was a paid collaboration. I created 180 days of content for our mastermind. Wow. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. The focus and the clarity was crazy. I did like three, four, five blog posts. I did one mm -hmm. slides and, and more that I shared everywhere. Cause I'm like, I'm treating mm -hmm. this one. I love it. Period. I don't care if I am not paid for this Two, I'm planting the vision for the future that anyone that sees this can see what I can do. Yep. And that's what I'm doing right now. It's not with Airbnb and I'm not in Mexico, but you know, I, I could do it from my house. That's what I'm doing now. I'm not in Mexico. I'm in Atlanta in my house. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I want to get into one more topic because I know we could be on here all day. Um, and I, I, we probably could be here like all day, just keep going and back and forth and whatever. But like, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the, the mindset of, of branding a bit. Um, so what we're going to keep this in the realm of like working with a business. Because I know a lot of my viewers are, are business people, people that work at a business. I know that I would love to talk to you for like hours and hours about influencer, this influencer, that, whatever. But let's talk about business. What are a couple of things that you think that people should consider when they're, they're working on branding their business? Because uh, I'm going to tell you my top three and then we can kind of go back and forth on it. So my, the first one is what is your message? Who is your audience? And what problems do you guys have currently, at, at least with my part in video, that we can work on with content? So those are like your questions or your pivotal points, right? Those are those are what I start the conversation with because it's a conversation, definitely. Absolutely. So uh, I want to mention things from two angles. So okay. one, I want to mention something from the brand side, and then I want to mention the point of like the connection, like which is what you exactly just did. From the brand side, and it's funny because I literally just posted in your chat, I did a post on this this morning, right? Mm -hmm. That 
from the brand side, what I've learned. So keep in mind, like, again, like I've walked through, you know, so if you're in retail, if you're in oil and gas, if you're in education, mm -hmm. I've walked through that. So I understand, you know, I just put it in the comments so oh, they can get to it. I've also, I've seen the background and I understand the previous logic of marketing and branding of, you know, oh, let's make our brand look professional. And mm -hmm. I get that, like excellence, et cetera. But more and more and more, people are resonating with a brand that has a mission, a vision, a passion, and a purpose. Like, okay, great, you do clothing, but is your clothing sustainable? How are you inspiring the world? How are you giving back? Like more and more and more people are looking for that. Right? Yes. Is it authentic? Mm -hmm. Like sharing with authenticity that where it's not like super polished, it's not like super, like, is it real? Mm -hmm. Which crosses over obviously into influencer marketing and why it does so well in a lot of spectrums, right? Yeah. Before you go forward, I want to just give a quick example. There was a company that reached out to me in a DM and was like, Hey, like, can you give me a shout out or anything, whatever? And I, I usually I read those and I'm like, no, I don't care. But I clicked onto the page and I was like, oh, wow, this is an army vet who's making beard products for guys and he's donating to mental health and this and that and the other thing. And I was like, oh, this seems like a great brand, a great company. Like I, I had a little bit of a conversation with them and I was like, Oh, like I'll take a couple of pictures uh, for you. You could come on my show. Like we can we can discuss. You have a great message, and I would love to like you know continue this dialogue. And that's just because they are carrying themselves as a positive uh, brand and a positive uh, I guess community member. Yep. Because to your point, it could be one of three brands, right? You could be one of three brands. You could be the brand like some of the brands I've worked with in the past. It's super focused on polishing not really talking about the CEO and who the leader is at all mm -hmm. and really no mission focus. It's like, Hey, buy this, sell this for me. Boom. That used to work. That's working less and less in case you haven't noticed, mm -hmm. especially with over 20 million people filing unemployment. Yeah, you're right. Just saying mm -hmm. that would be my message to brands to like, let's wake up guys. Let's, we've got tons of problems in the world. Let's start solving them. Yeah, and they can just solve a lot of their problems by reallocating some of their funds to advertising at this point because, you know, getting in front of your audience, having someone as a representative, even if it's someone that is an actor that you hire as the person, the face of your business to talk about this, it should be the business owner, it should be someone that's actually there, but it's someone to reassure like the, the, the community that you're still open, you're still going, what your message is, how you're approaching it, and how you plan on going forward. And then the last component, which we've touched on definitely, and you just you reminded me of one example of that recently, is um, community. How are you impacting the community? How are you creating a like-minded community? How are you creating a tribe around your movement? So even if that's retail, okay, well, how about right now you could be doing styling sessions online from your order store online? Yeah. Like if yeah. I was in a secret again, I would be telling my regional and my district manager again, okay, guys, let's get online. Let's do a facial online. Let's do this online. I mean, that's some of what I'm going to be doing coming up like with Herbalife and different things. But it's like, that's how you connect and relate. People want to relate. They want it real. Mm -hmm. And that's and why that's why people need to think a little bit about how they're carrying the, their themselves on uh, social media. Because I know for me, I was like, everything needs to be perfect for the longest time. And I was like, 
no, everything needs to be genuine and everything needs to be like coming back to me because, you know, I can't sit there and be like, all right, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to spit out information about cameras and I have to get it super perfect and drive my boyfriend crazy because he's the one helping me with this. And it's going to be a, a whole big thing where like we're both like getting all frustrated and I'm getting upset. That's not worth it. That just think about like being genuine. Like I, yeah, I'm like tripping up on a, a word or two every so often, but I'm thinking and I'm, I'm responding that I'm being a person, you know, and this is how you get your, uh, your personality into whatever you're doing. So, um, no, exactly. hundred percent. You reminded me. So speaking of Airbnb recently, like Catherine, the new head of experiences did like a video. Mm -hmm. uh, CEO Brian, I think it was, did a video at home and it was super mm -hmm. genuine, super like, you know, connected. And it's like, okay, this is spot on because this isn't, oh, you're some, you know, nothing against obviously videography or production, but this mm -hmm. is super real. This is super raw. This is like, you know, this is connecting, right? And you just hit the nail on the head. It's like, where is the personality? Where's the mm -hmm. person? Where's the real person? Where's the people? So that's from the brand side, right? Mm -hmm. And then go back to your questions just so everyone can hear it again. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm so bad at remembering my questions. I think it was more so about like, you know, why brands should be like what we should be thinking about when working with brands. Yep. yep. So that's on the brand side, right? So thinking mm -hmm. about that. So being an entrepreneur or being even a business that if you want to work either with brands or if you want mm -hmm. to work, like you heard, I work business to consumer, but I also work business mm -hmm. to brands, just like Celia. <laughs> So when I'm thinking or positioning myself as, oh, I'm a person and I want to connect with this, it's like I always think of how can I serve? Is this something that aligns to my own values? Mm -hmm. Don't have values, figure out some and write them down. Like I have seven governing values like faith, mm -hmm. creation, freedom, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that's one component. And then think of like realize everyone's always watching. Even if people don't comment, they're always watching. Yes, they're always watching. And basically, like, one thing that uh, I recently heard on a, uh, I think it was a podcast or something similar, is, like, people are noticing how you're carrying yourself, how you talk about yourself. And, you know, they're not they're not sitting there thinking, oh, well, you know, they should have did a little bit different on that post. Or, oh, oh like, the lighting in that picture is bad. They're just seeing how how you're treating yourself, how you are, like I said, carrying yourself. And that's, that's the impression they're getting. It's not, it's nothing about like people are trying to like watch you go and burn and like do bad. It's just the, like, you know, it's, it's about how you value yourself and what you're doing. No, a thousand percent. And to your point, like anyone that does think that, that just tells me, well, you're in a cycle of negativity and perfectionism. Mm -hmm. Love you, mean it, but guess what? I don't really care what you think anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of people have to break out of, especially with brands and businesses, because, you know, it's their livelihood and they want to do well. But, you know, you have to you have to take it with a grain of salt. And I was talking to a class yesterday um, about content and we were talking about uh, follower count. And I was like. For a while I cared, but now like I just realized that like people come, people go and like pe the people that want to see what you're doing are the ones that are going to be there and there'll always be more. So exactly. it's, it's there's a lot of, you know, self-valuing that you have to get through to no, point. It's deciding like to me, I made a decision like I'm going to find my identity in the eternal and in the internal. 
period. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the external and the temporary is, is just that it's fickle. It's unstable. And mm -hmm. so I have a decision. It's like, it goes back to, if you're consistent, you're aligned to passion and purpose, you're consistent. You keep creating value. Guess what? The people will come. Yes. Period. Definitely. And I, I've done all the consistency and everything and tested that out. And like, I want to, the one thing that I keep saying is like my like Facebook page, it has like 850 people, but my reach has gone up to like literal thousands from consistently going live and consistently posting. And, you know, it's not about the number there. I, I think more of impressions personally and video views. And the fact that I have on my video views in the past month, like gone up over, like, I think it was 1100%. Like, you know, it, it, it really is about, you know, consistency creating and, and keeping to it because, you know, we're not lying when we say it's consistency. That's key. No, it's true. A hundred percent. And to your point, I would like, I, we were sharing in the beginning, like doubling on the content, like same, our podcast is doubled in downloads this month, double. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to, if you keep showing up for you, guess what? Other people show up because yep. it, the, the, the test is when no one's showing up because you're the mm -hmm. one who show up. If you're going to be a leader, you need to show up, period. And then you, you remind me of the third point I would give to influencers and brands mm -hmm. in back to collaboration. So I am not part of just one community. I am part of, like I mentioned, I'm part of like different church communities. I'm part mm -hmm. of nutrition. I'm part of Boss Babe Society. Mm -hmm. I'm part of the plug. I'm part of over 15 influencer communities, like 20 Facebook communities. So if yeah, I need to get on more of this. <laughs> like that, a lot of that grew over the last year, but it goes back to showing up and it goes back to creating value. Like mm -hmm. I don't show up to do things for myself. I comment, I engage, I contribute when it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. But then I also learn and get opportunities like this or mm -hmm. other, other people because of that. Yeah. The, the, 30 seconds you may have taken to, I think you put like two comments on my thing has turned into uh, like a lot of back and forth and potential business in the future. Because, you know, even if you need like help with video questions, now you have someone to call. Hey, when I'm I, trying to do this thing. And when we talked this first time, you were like right away, like, what can I help you with? What can I do? Like, da, da, da. I, was like, I love you. I, just, I, love <laughs> I know that we could be on here forever. But uh, but let's 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 come to like uh, somewhat of a close. So do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with everyone? Because uh, I, I like I, I know that we're definitely going to have you come back at some point. Like, and you can probably go and spew information back and forth for like five hours and still have more things to talk about. But do you have any, uh, you know, final resting thoughts that you think that would be great to share with the audience? And uh, yeah, whenever you're ready. <laughs> So a couple of things that I want to share that came to mind, and this actually ties to one of the other communities I'm in, Tuesdays Together. Uh -huh. um, if you're not part of Celia, side note, Honeybook and Rising Tide, you may have Honeybook. Yeah. Honeybook and Rising Tide, and they also have an educator program. Natalie mm -hmm. Frank is amazing, speaking of creating communities. So mm -hmm. I'm part of their community, and I'm doing a live for them next month, and actually- mm -hmm this that I'm about to share because immediately when we were talking it was like boom share that um so it's centered around mental health and it's centered around like progression and pivots and different things now mm -hmm. what are you be doing to be pouring love into yourself as well as your community so the first thing mm -hmm. I want to share is morning routine 
and what I call my sacred seven that's gotten developed over time. So whether it's one thing, whether it's seven things, whatever it is, wherever you are, your morning sets you up so powerfully for your day. Like I can tell you as someone that used to never have a morning routine 10 years ago, I was like a Cruella DeVille. Like if you remember Cruella DeVille from the Dalmatians and her driving down the street like crazy, that was me. Mm -hmm. that's, that's currently me. Okay, I have to get my morning routine done. Okay. So my current morning routine is worship music, positive music, mm -hmm. uh, prayer, meditation, movement, journal, mm -hmm. gratitude, and a positive message. Awesome. Like, yeah, I, one of the things that I want to incorporate, I want to do, I, I'm not trying to cut you off, but um, I, uh, I, have you ever heard of the, the Evo planner? EVO? The what? The Evo planner. I think so. Basically, basically what it is, is uh, they, they have you take like a brain type test and then it has you lay out the information in the, the way that makes the most sense for the way that you think. And so part of that is... I think I looked at it like a while ago, but I need to go back to that because it sounds familiar, but keep talking. Yeah, I got one of them. And um, I like it, it, it's interesting because a lot of the things that you're mentioning, like gratitude and stuff, is part of what they, you know, are advocating in their planner. Have that moment of like writing down something that you're thankful for. And like, what are the things that are a priority today? What are a secondary priority today? Yes. What's the thing that you're going to do for yourself today? Like you're literally flowing into the conversation on the next two points I had, literally. <laughs> I love how we flow. Did you want to add anything else to that? No, I'm just mentioning that because, you know, it's a really cool thing. And uh, for people who are currently watching this, uh, it is before Mother's Day right now and they're doing a buy one, get one. So that's awesome. I think so, that you can use, um, they gave me a code that people can use. I, I believe it's my Evo 10, but I'll put it in the description. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I the don't make any money on it. It's just a, a discount code that they gave out. The second thing I was going to share in the third, which literally relates to that, is, mm -hmm. for example, through my own process, I created my own journal as well. Mm -hmm. We created a journal. And mm -hmm. in that, like, I walk through on a daily basis. Uh, so is a seven steps to success. Uh-huh. And that ties into how I practice the 90 day plan. And that's in like our blog, our podcast, I have mm -hmm. a guide, all the things. Mm -hmm. So every single day, and I is tracking a minimum of three actions in each of the seven areas. And we do this anyway, but sometimes mm -hmm. we're not aware of it. Spiritual, okay. mental, mm -hmm. emotional, relational, playful, physical, and financial. Mm -hmm. so are you taking actions? Are, are your beliefs, your feelings, and your actions aligned to where you want to go? Mm -hmm. And also thinking about from a business perspective, are you aligning your actions on a daily basis to make momentum in your business? Like a lot of what Celia and I have been talking about is momentum. So mm -hmm. for example, also on a daily basis or weekly basis, I'm looking at like exactly what we've talked about. Media, like how am I creating or how are we creating media? Online mm -hmm. courses our transformation tools, like events, influence management, and brands, and like that focus, like where are we moving? And is it in alignment? Because if you're not thinking about those things, it's really easy to spiral down and not keep focused on progress, like where you will actually want to go. I definitely agree with that. And that's a lot of great things for people to take away from our conversation. Think about kind of like kind of bring it together and put together like 
what is best for them, their brand or their, I guess any, any situation, like they need to put in their own thought. And I know that me and you have taken the time to do so. And it, we make it sound so easy, but it, it does take a lot to figure. It's, it's one of those where like, I'm home alone now. So I hug myself a lot. <laughs> and it's, it's you guys, like some people are alone for the first time in like years and actually having to face their thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like for me, our creator is my best friend. And then it's me. Like if mm -hmm. you are not your own best friend, like understand people are flawed. We're all flawed. Like people will disappoint you. But it's like the more you connect with you and take care of you and hug you and love on you, mm -hmm. guess what? Everything flows. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a great point to kind of bring towards uh, the ending of this. So Katrina, how can people find you and how can they contact you to like, I don't know, talk more, ask questions, connect? Yeah. So a couple ways you can, uh, the easiest and most central place to connect is bitlifecreation.com. Like Celia had earlier, super duper simple. Mm -hmm. That's where you can find the blog. That's where you can find the podcast. Over 250 mm -hmm. binge worthy episodes, literally. How mm -hmm. long are the episodes, by the way? Because I need to start listening through. So side note, leave Netflix. Entrepreneurship's taking over. Tune into Celia's show. Tune into my podcast. Tune into other value things to add to your life. So the episodes vary. Some of them are like 10, 15 minutes and some of them go like 30 minutes. Recently, I recorded an episode with Joel Howbaker, which he's amazing. It's going to be on today or tomorrow. Yeah, we went like an hour and 30 minutes too. So I have a feeling if I come on there, it's going to be a long one too. But that's yeah. a whole side note. But can continue back to like telling where people can find you. <laughs> So, so when you go to the site, you can find the blog, the podcast, the freebies there to, like you said, like to kind of jumpstart your journey, whether you're looking for transformation all in one, whether you're, you know, social media influencer, and you want more ways to monetize, to collaborate, whatever the case is, or if you're a brand and you want to set up a call, et cetera. And um, also you can follow along Instagram at Katrina Julia Fit. My handle is more or less the same on Twitter, on Pinterest. Facebook is Katrina Julia, etc. Mm -hmm. And I put some of your links in the uh, description already, which is awesome. Yeah, LinkedIn. So I, so. Mm -hmm. I, I I wanted to thank you so much, like for taking the time today. Uh, I know we've been on here for like an hour and a half almost, and we had so many things that we covered. And I think that this is going to be a very valuable uh, episode for anyone you know that is watching because whether it's your business, your personal brand, or even like just your personal page, if you're not looking to grow and you just, you know, want to improve your content, there's so much to uh, think about and so much to strategize about what you're doing. Absolutely. So uh, I, I think we gave everyone a little bit of insight and uh, you know, I want to thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Oh my God, Celia, you're such a gem. Like you're, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to connect with you. You're such a beautiful human. Like I'm so excited to see like how you grow in all these different directions. Um, I'm grateful that you're staying safe, that, you know, your boyfriend's taking care of you and going to the grocery store for you. Just so many yeah, things. Yeah, I think I just heard him come in downstairs. Oh, so, I'm um, so, so grateful and so grateful to be on here and so grateful to see, you know, how, you know, our connection, the community, just everything continues to develop. Definitely. And I look forward to, you know, all of our future future collaborations, which are going to be amazing. Yes. So real quick, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull you off of here. I'm going to close up and then I'm going to thank you off screen. So wait, um, oh, you off screen. I also want to say, I like, 
taking an extra 30 minutes is totally great, totally fine. I'm happy to serve like you and your community. However, like I'm here to serve. Well, I really appreciate it. And I know that everyone else is going to appreciate it too, especially because, you know, uh, you'll hear in my outro of where all this is going to be, but people are definitely going to listen to this back on different platforms. Absolutely. But anyway, I'm going to do the closing and I will be with you in two seconds. All right. So thank you to everyone who joined us today. I know that we had a lot of information that we went over between, you know, transformations, business like strategies, social media, influencers, all of the above. And I know that we covered a lot in a little bit of, of time. So whether you have questions for me, questions for Katrina, there's so many ways that you could connect with us and talk to us further. So I wanted to, you know, wrap up the show with a big thank you to everyone involved. So if you uh, jumped into the live late and you want to watch it back, you can watch it here on Facebook on the Celia Warner Productions page. You can watch it on YouTube on uh, the Celia Warner page, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, where else are we? Spotify Podcasts and uh, SoundCloud. And, you know, we are in so many different places and I really need to script this ending. So if uh, anyone has an idea on how I should structure this, feel free to let me know. But um, I ad lib it every day. So uh, I wanted to thank you guys again for coming and joining us. And, you know, uh, we had some amazing questions. I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow where I'm going to have uh, my friend Emmy on. She's a blogger. And we're going to talk about what, what goes into making a blog because, you know, some people don't know. I don't know what she does. I want to hear what she does. It's going to be amazing. So I will see you guys tomorrow. And I uh, thank you guys again. Create Podcast with me, Katrina Julia. This is all about helping you create a life and a business you love, hands-on with tips, tools, and technology. It's about the freedom, freedom of expression, of time, of location, of community, and ultimately, financial freedom. I understand the struggle. I've been there. I've walked through and continue to walk through. Walking from fear to faith, devaluing to purity, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, and bondage to freedom. So it's been quite a journey, as you can see. I'm walking right there with you on your own journey to create a life and business you love. So you will learn all the things about wellness, about media, about lifestyle and travel. You will learn how I'm creating it and how you can create it too. So who am I? I'm Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur, a creator, and a traveler. Faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business already. Head on over to the blog, the podcast, and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation. If you're ready to dive into the online courses, the live events, or the retreat, and if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level, definitely check out our internships our influencer collaborations, 
management and brand engagement. Let's create it.